Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. Today's episode features guinea pigs, dentists, Greek gods, and a very special guest, the incredible, hilarious actor, Zoe Jarman. All of that and more coming up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. The hole's been breached! There's a harpoon sticking through the wall. Siegfried? It's not mine. All my harpoons are safely tucked away. Nimini, what's going on? Who's following us? I don't know, but let's not stick around to find out. Rolo, can you lose our tail? I'll try my best. Evasive maneuvers activating. Hold on tight. Another harpoon. Rolo, be more evasive. I'm trying, but it's a little tough since we're constantly surrounded by dirt and rocks. Sorry, everyone. These harpoons are slowing us down. It's okay, Rolo. You did everything that you could. Oh, whoever's been following us is about to board the ship. Story Pirates, get ready. We've got an intruder on our hands. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. It just pops into my head and I'm like, why not? We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. 
welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy. And songs. But right now, we've got to take care of this intruder, whoever they might be. Why is the door opening so slowly? I think it's for dramatic purposes. No, it's just been acting up lately. My precious ship is falling apart. This could take a little while. Uh, should we do a story while we wait? Yeah! yeah! And here to introduce it is the author. Good thing they're not stuck behind the door. Hi, I'm Jane, and I'm 12. I live in Scotland, and this is my story, Beard Quest. This is Icarus Newsboy, reporting live from my helicopter in the middle of Florida, where a large-scale battle is taking place between the king of the gods himself, Zeus, and a massive red cat. Your titanic balls of fur frighten me not, feeble feline. You're no match for my lightning bolts. Wow, let's fly closer to the danger to get ourselves a better look. This just in! I, Icarus Newsboy, have flown too close to the cat! Cut to commercial! Enough playing around! Come at me! Ah! My face! You've shaved my beard clean off! I need that for work! Zeus has a hold of your tail! And around you go! Good luck attacking unsuspecting beards in space! The middle of Florida is safe once again. But that's more than I can say for the bottom half of my face. Without my beard, the other gods will surely try to overthrow me. Oh, of course, they're calling me right now. Uh, hello, Zeus here, beard and doll. Shareholders meeting. Yes, 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 of course, of course, I remember, of course. In fact, I'm parking right now. I'll be right there. I'll be there right away. I've got to focus on making it through this shareholders meeting without drawing any attention to my missing beard. Zeus, so Lightning! Hey, relax. Who goes there? I'm Icarus Newsboy, and you're a talking beard with eyes and small puffy gray legs and arms. They call me Beardo, for I am the beard of the mighty Zeus. I must find him. But first... Child of the news, would you happen to have a spare piece of cheese? Sure, here you go. Yum, I like cheese. But now that I am nourished, I must find my way back to the Omega Optimus Temple before Zeus is overthrown for not having a beard. I shall embark on my own on this cheese quest. uh, Sorry, I mean beard quest. Gods, goddesses, fellow board members. Before we run through the numbers for Q3, let's make sure that everyone's here. Please announce yourselves and present your beard. Thank you, Hera. Apollo, god of light, present. Here is my beard, airy and bright. Hephaestus, god of blacksmiths, present. Here is my beard, ashy and covered in soot. Aphrodite, goddess of beauty, present. Here is my beard, bejeweled and shimmering. Zeus, god of lightning! On time and ready to start the meeting. Now, the first order of business, I believe. Zeus, 
Could you take off your ski mask? None of us can see your beard. Oh, the uh, ski mask covering my face. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I, 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 I can, I can take it off. Why do you have a second ski mask underneath the first ski mask? Hmm? Oh, uh, because I'm cold, Hera. I'm king of the gods, not king of the thermostat. Did somebody say king of the thermostat? Not now, king of the thermostat. Ow. Zeus, take off the second ski mask so that we can move on with the meeting. If you insist. <laughs> How many ski masks are you wearing? A lot. I told you I'm cold. I could turn up the temperature. No. Zeus, take off all of your ski masks and show us your beard. Yeesh, give me a second. <laughs> this could take a while. So far, my quest has gone smoothly. I found plenty of new cheese to eat, and I haven't been attacked by a single wild animal. <laughs> ah, a wild dog. Don't think you can get my cheese, dog. <laughs> Parry, flip, <laughs> land. <laughs> I've tamed you, wild beast. Now I shall ride you all the way to the train station. Here! <laughs> Look! The train station approaches to the ticket window, my wild dog. Whoa! <laughs> Fair lady of ticket sales, I request your finest first-class ticket for the train. That'll be $82.50. Hmm. Would you accept this wild dog as a payment instead? <laughs> What's the sign say? Wild dogs accepted as payment. Huh, I missed that. Gotta keep them giant alien space cats from attacking the station somehow. <laughs> Here's your ticket. Many thanks. Time to board the train as I continue my cheese quest. I mean beard quest, beard quest. I have to get that right. How many more ski masks are you wearing? This is the final ski mask. Uh -huh. Let's move on with the meeting. What does everyone think of pie chart? They're cool, right? Zeus, you're still wearing a ski mask. No, I am not. This is a balaclava, which is different from a ski mask. What's the difference? Well, for starters, I only wear this when I go snowboarding. Zeus, take off your snowboarding mask. It's called a balaclava. And show us your beard. Okay, fine. If it will make you happy, that's absolutely fine. But fair warning, I am wearing a lot of these. Oh, <sighs> goodness. Nothing better than riding on a train, munching on a nice piece of cheese, and gazing out the window at a lovely temple. Ah, the temple! This is my stop! Out of my way, train window! Whoa! Whoa! A large river runs before me that I could easily cross had I taken swimming lessons. So instead, I shall summon this tiny boat of insanely hot lightning here! Take that, river! You've evaporated into the atmosphere, making it simple for me to walk across. Now, the temple is just a short distance away, and I can freely enjoy my final piece of cheese. Yeah. Squawk? Well, that sounds like a... Oh, seagull! Oh, it just picked me up! Quark. Let go of me, you vile bird! Quark. 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 There's only one way out of this. I'll have to sacrifice my cheese throw! Oi, York! Is this red next to cheese? I hate red Lester. 
Drop! Yes, it worked! And now I'm falling right towards the Omega Optimus Temple! Jeez! I mean, be it And just one more balaclava. Balaclava sounds a little like baklava, doesn't it? But one's a mask and the other one a candy treat. Take the mask off. Of course. I'm taking the mask off to reveal my full lush beard underneath. Definitely there, not lost in a fight with a space cat or anything. Just a hypothetical. Woo! Is anyone else getting hot? Don't look at me. Roll, jump, reattack, beast quest. I mean beard quest. Oh. Beard, you've returned to me. Wait, could you always walk and talk? Not now, Zeus. Play it cool in front of the shareholders. Oh, right, 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 right. As you can see, my beard is here and always has been. Did your beard always have arms and legs? Yes. Now let's cancel the meeting because it sounds boring. Well, oh, no, it really yes, does. Yes. Meeting adjourned. Enjoy the crackers and cheese in the lobby. The cheese! We mean the end! Now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, James, it's Lee from Story Pirates. Nice. How's it going? Oh, I'm good, thanks. So, James, you wrote Beard Quest. Yes, I did. How did you come up with that story? I'll be honest, I come up with a lot of ideas the same way. It just pops into my head and I'm like, why not? <laughs> That's how I came up with the robotic spider peach. As in the fruit, not the vacation place. Talk to me about the robotic spider peach. What does it do? It's just a peach, except on the inside, instead of the apple seed, there's a little generator. And it's got little spider legs except made out of metal sticking out from the sides and a camera on the top and it just crawls around and grabs things with spider legs and just gives them to you wow so it's sort of like a little assistant that you could like have on your desk exactly bring me a pen and paper robotic spider peach and then it just crawls off and then about a minute later ding, your pen and paper have arrived wow thank you so much robotic spider peach you are welcome. Do you have to charge the robotic spider peach? You'd have to, like, input it with peach juice to keep the generator running. You'd pay it in peach juice. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, like, you say that ideas just pop into your head, but, like, is there more to it than that in terms of being a creative person? Generally, when you're trying to think of ideas, it's really hard to do it whilst you're multitasking. I find it best. If you, like, do something, then you stop and think for an idea. Generally, the doing something gives you an idea, but it's harder to think of it whilst you're doing the thing. Oh, wow. That's extremely wise advice, actually, which, tell me if I'm hearing this correctly. You're saying, to have a good idea, you actually have to go out into the world and do things, but you also then have to make time to just be there with your thoughts so that those ideas can come out onto paper or onto a computer or something. That's pretty much precisely what I said, yeah. Do you have a feeling about beards in general? Like, are you in favor of beards? Are you against beards? How do you feel about them? I'll be honest, I was going to do a mustache, but I was thinking a mustache, they'd be very posh, but a beard would be less so. I do posh quite a lot in my stories. Can you describe what posh means for someone who might not know? 
so posh means like you act like very civilized i suppose the word is very polite you use an electric heater instead of striking rocks against each other to create a fire that's the basic idea do you know any grown-ups in your life that have beards my dad's Usually he keeps it very small. And are you a fan of the beard? I'm fine with it when it gets big, but when he like gets it small again, it's all a bit prickly, so it's not very nice. And why do you think that people grow beards? Like, why do you think your dad has a beard? It might be like peer pressure, perhaps. Lots of people in his school got beards. Is there anything about having a beard that makes life easier? I mean, you don't have to put your coat over your chin to keep it warm. I find that quite problematic sometimes. Absolutely. Like, because if you don't have a beard, your face could get cold easily. If you got too cold, then your jaw just freeze and then just rah, 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 you can't speak. They're also helpful for storing food. What? Like, uh, you know, if you want to store some food for later. I suppose, possibly. <laughs> that would be kind of silly, though. Probably not very healthy, though, or hygienic. I like how you have Greek gods in your story. I really like that. Thanks. Do you use them in your stories a lot? Most of the stories I think of about gods don't really make onto paper. I just think of them in my head. Sometimes I actually dream about my stories. Once I actually managed to actually do something, I think I was able to control it. It was quite weird. Wait, are you trying to tell me that you had a lucid dream, like you were able to wake up inside of your dream and control it? Yeah, I mean, dreaming, you go through a lot of different forms. You can practically teleport through space and time. It must be a lot like being a god. Wow. I never thought of it that way, but I think you're right. Immortality, that's mad. And immortality is not just the only thing. They've got their spheres of control. Like Poseidon, he can just create earthquakes and tsunamis. So if you were a god, what would be your sphere of control? It's like thinking. The sphere of control would be like thinking. I think that would be pretty cool. How would that work? I'll be honest, I don't have a clue. <laughs> but you're a god. You can just make it up. Yeah. James, it's so great to talk to you today. You too. It's been an honor. Thanks, James. Bye. Goodbye. Look, the door. It's almost opened all the way. <laughs> much steam! Hello, story pirates. Surprised to see me again? Again? Does anybody recognize her? No, no. not at all. Who's that? What? It's me! Dr. Fabiola, your dentist! Are dentists doctors? <laughs> yes, dentists are doctors! If you say so! It's no wonder you've forgotten what I look like. You're all supposed to be getting your annual cleanings annually, but I haven't seen any of you for years. Where have you been? At sea? In the sky? In space? Underwater. You've been everywhere but my office. That's why I had to track you down. You thought you could hide underneath the Earth's crust? Nobody can hide their dirty teeth from Dr. Fabiola. We've all been pretty good about brushing our teeth twice a day, but I guess we could use a quick cleaning. <laughs> oh, no. After all the great lengths you've gone to avoid me, you'll need more than just a cleaning. I'll be staying here on the ship, monitoring your every tooth-related move. That means if you're grinding your teeth, I'll know. If you're using the wrong toothpaste, I'll know. If you're eating the wrong foods, I'll know. Can I chew this pack of gum? Let me see that. Hmm, four of my colleagues would recommend it. Phew! <laughs> but I wouldn't! Oh, man. Dr. Fabiola, I'm 
not so sure about this. It feels like it could get a little intrusive. Nonsense. You'll barely even notice I'm here. If you say so... Uh, what are you doing? Don't mind me. I've just got to get my harpoons out of the wall. These are expensive, you know. Yep. It's like she's not even here. Hey, Rolo. Make it a new soup? Not quite, baby with a mustache. Normally, all of my foods are soft and mushy, but I thought I'd try making something hard and crunchy. I present to you rock candied soup. Want to give it a taste? Sure. No idea if my baby teeth can handle it, but uh, I can always grow new ones, right? <laughs> I like the way you think. Eat up! Whoa, hold on there. This food? Way too hard. That's no good for your teeth. But I'm trying out... There, much better. I've melted your rock candy into a liquidy soft soup. Just like always, I guess. <laughs> good thing you had me around. Good thing I'm always around. That was creepy. Agreed. Okay, Siegfried, this is one of my favorite scary movies. Thursday the 12th. Ha! How frightening could a series of moving pictures possibly be? Ah! Ah! Told you. Nonsense. I fear nothing. Halt! Ah! Ah! Dr. Faviola, you scared us. You should be scared. Scary movies make your teeth chatter, and that's no good for your teeth. What should we watch instead? My expert recommendation is... Nothing! Uh, did you just harpoon our TV? A dentist does what must be done. Your teeth will thank me. You'll all thank me. Siegfried, is it just me, or did she say that very cryptically? She terrifies me beyond words. Ah, garlic bread. One of life's simple pleasures. And one of life's stinkiest pleasures. Ugh, I'd better go brush my teeth. Not so fast! Ah! Oh, Dr. Fabiola, <laughs> don't jump out at me like that. All part of the job. I'm just making sure you're brushing your teeth. I was literally on the way to go brush my teeth. You didn't let me finish. I'm just making sure you're brushing your teeth well enough. You're not brushing well enough, and that's no good for your teeth. And how would you know? I haven't even started. Oh, trust me. A dentist knows. A dentist always knows! (sighs) Mimi! Please! Siegfried! The dentist is scaring me. She's scaring all of us. Baby with a mustache, it's like she's everywhere. Much like Michelle Branch. Siegfried, how do you know about Michelle Branch? What, just because I'm a Viking, I can only know Viking stuff? So, what do you say, everyone? Should we hide? Yep. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here. Thank you. What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here. Thank you. Peter, why are you getting... It's here. Thank you. This seems like a lot of... It's here. Thank you. Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy. I can't stop. Well, 
what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. <laughs> wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Is everyone here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should be safe here in my private bathroom. It's a little cramped. Maybe we should have met in Lee's bathroom. Why would we meet in Lee's bathroom? Is it larger? Oh, it's way bigger. The biggest bathroom on the ship. What? Why does Lee get the biggest bathroom? I don't think we need to keep talking about my bathroom. It's not that big, and there isn't a hot tub in there that no one knows about. What do you mean? It's presidential suite size. You requested it on your first day here, and you asked me not to mention it to anyone. Oh, sorry. Everyone focus! We have to figure out a way to get Dr. Faviola off of the ship. She's driving me mad. But what do we do? She keeps following us everywhere. I'm surprised she hasn't followed us in here. Surprise! Ah! You were hiding in a ceiling panel? Well, the door was locked and I had to make sure you were taking proper care of your teeth. But now I find out that you don't even want me on the ship? Is this true? Yes! You're jumping out of ceilings and walls and watching our every move. I get that you want us to take better care of our teeth, but this isn't the way to get your message across. All you're doing is scaring us. Nobody's ever told me that I scare them before. Really? Okay, not really. Every dentist has heard that before, even the four who recommended that gum from earlier, but I guess I never really listened. Maybe I've been a bit extreme. But you have missed a lot of cleanings. We promise that when we get back to New York, we'll all stop by for a cleaning. And in the meantime, we'll take care of our teeth, but you have to trust that we'll do it. It has always been a little bit hard for me to trust people. 
You see, when I was growing up, I never... But we, we don't really have time for a whole backstory. Oh, right, I understand. I'll save that for when you visit my office. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. This is going to be right. awesome. Huh. But we do have time for a second story. Yeah, and here to introduce it is the author. Hi, I'm Noel. I'm eight years old, and I live in Ohio. This is my story. It's called The New Class Pet. All right, class. Before we head out to the last field day of the year, <laughs> I know you're excited. Each quarter, all the third grade classes face off in obstacle courses, water balloon fights, and for some reason, egg on spoon races to see which class gets a special taco party catered by our very own Lunchman Jack. Lunchman Jack! Lunchman Jack! Now, the rules state we need a class mascot to participate, and this guinea pig... Yes, this currently nameless guinea pig will be replacing our last class pet, Bonragiano Rattiano the Rat, who escaped from her cage last week. Oh, look out the window! There's Lunchman Jack setting up on the blacktop to... Five minutes! This is the five-minute whistle until the start of the third grade's final field day! Lunchman Jack says, double nut those laces and fire up those sweatbands! heck heck bow Lunchman Jack! Lunchman Jack! Class, that's enough. We can't go out to field day until we vote on these pet name ideas that you've submitted. I already know which name I'm voting for. What about you, Mihira? Well, Sage, I got one pick, too. What do you think, Noel? Well, they're all good names. I'm just not sure which is the right one for this guinea pig. I'm naming a mascot shouldn't be taken lightly, you know? Noel, just pick one. We can't compete in field day until we do. And we haven't won all year. It's embarrassing. Miss Connor's glass is already outside running on the lawn warming up. I don't know, but I've been told. I don't know, but I've been told. Tacos are like lunchtime gold. Tacos are like lunchtime gold. Oh, hello, Miss Laura. Ah, Miss Connor at the window. Hello, hey, Miss Connor. I hear you're introducing a new class pet. Well, my class and our class pet, Matilde the Fighting Beta Fish, are eager to meet them. Isn't that right, Matilde? Okay, sounds good, nameless class pet. <laughs> class. We've not a moment to lose. Close your eyes and raise your hand to vote as I call out the names. And no peeking. Name number one, Gem. <gasps> number two, Fluffy. <laughs> number three, S'mores. <clears throat> number four, Guinea Pig. <clears throat> and number five, Lewis White. Is that an actual, is that someone's dad's name? It's a good name, Miss Laura. Sounds like a car salesman you can trust. Thank you, Sage. I guess we know who submitted that one. Voting closed. Let me count these up. Talk amongst yourselves. Look out the window! Mr. Ahmed's class is out there practicing egg and spoons! Be the spoon! Be the spoon! Class, if we want to join field day, we've got to name our class pet. Oh, hello, Miss Laura. Ah! Mr. Ahmed at the window. Hello, Mr. Ahmed. My class and our class pet, Reginald the Fighting Tortoise, are looking forward to seeing you out on the field. Oh, oh what's that? Oh, Reginald says that even though you haven't won a field day all year, he believes in you. 
sort of. <laughs> okay, this is getting unprofessional. Now, class, after that round of voting, Jem and Guinea Pig are out. Oh, it's ironic. It was so simple. Everyone, look out the window. Mr. Ko's class is practicing their water balloon toss. Go, Team Ko! <laughs> Ooh, Donnie, tough luck. Soft hands, buddy, soft hands. That tuggo party is slipping through our hands. We need a name! Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Laura's class. Just wanted to stop by and wish you the best of luck on our last field day. And my class pet, Brandon the Fighting Macaw, also has something to say to you. Ah, You're gonna lose! What? Brandon, that's rude. I'm sorry, I don't know where you learned that. (laughs) One minute! This is the one minute whistle before the official start of third grade field day! The whoop doop dee doo Class, we've got to decide a name for our class pet now. Off of our list, this means we can vote on S'mores, Fluffy, and Lewis White. Get ready to raise your hands when I call off the names. Come on, Dole. You know Lewis White is the best option. I don't care who wins as long as the pet is happy. Everyone close your eyes and vote by raising your hands. All those for S'mores, <laughs> Fluffy, <laughs> and uh, Lewis White. Whoa, Uh, All right, Sage, come on. Eyes open. Class, we have a three-way tie. What? What? That's mathematically impossible! A member of our class, I won't say who, but a member of our class has not voted. It was no Sage! I peaked. Me too. Me too. I peaked too. Okay, if you peaked, raise your hand. (sighs) That's everyone. Noel, I hate to put you on the spot, but it all comes down to you. Which name are you going to vote for? 45 seconds to the start of field day! Miss Laura, I can't tell you if any of these names are right for this guinea pig. How can we know if a guinea pig will be happier being named after a campfire treat or a totally made-up trustworthy car salesman? But, on the other hand, nobody asked a rose if it wanted to be called Rose. And yet, by any other name, we are told, it would smell as sweet. Get to the point! Okay, okay, what I'm trying to say is I think the best I can do is just follow my gut. And so, I will write my vote on this piece of paper and hand it to you thus. Here you are, Miss Laura. Class, with 12 votes, our new class pet has been named S'mores. Louis White! Sage, really? Congrats, guinea pig. You have a name. (laughs) S'mores, not my favorite, but... Whatever. (gasps) The guinea pig is talking? Indeed. And in case you care, my real name is... Frank Burrito. Frank Burrito? Ooh, that's a weird name. Lunchman Jack. Let the games begin! The end. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. Send us your stories. We read them all. We read them all. You know we love them. Now it's time for Story Roll Call. First up, from a D, a seven-year-old in Florida, we have Beatbox Baby, which is such a great story because I personally believe that everyone should learn how to beatbox, even if you're a baby. And all you have to do is say the words boots, 
and cuts, like this. Boots and cuts and boots and cuts and boots and cuts. Or you could say cats if you want. Okay, so maybe I'm not that great of a beatboxer, but the baby in this story is because Adi gives them magic sunglasses that make the baby awesome at beatboxing. Incredible story, Adi. Next up from Graham, a four-year-old in Washington, we have an incredible story called The Robot Nun. And Graham has a ton of incredible details in his story that are so interesting and so funny. Of course, we have the robot nun who's friendly, but we also have a snake with feet, two kids who do not have tornado shield powers because those might make you explode. And then maybe my favorite detail at the end of the story, which is a house made of superheroes. Yes, the house is made out of superheroes. Sounds like a pretty good house. Great work, Graham. From seven-year-old Harper in Alabama, we have the vacation cat, in which a cat does all the things that you'd want to do on vacation, you know, like go to the beach, get eaten by a shark, kick the shark, get spit out by the shark, you know, vacation things. Great story, Harper. And finally, from nine-year-old Zoe in Massachusetts, we have a story called Don't Open the Fridge. And believe me, you are not going to want to open this fridge. And to find out why you should not open the fridge, you're going to have to read Zoe's story. Psst, it might have something to do with tap dancing spiders. So to read Zoe's story and all of today's Roll Call stories, head to storypirates.com podcast. That was Roll now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know what to write, here's a story spark from Noel, the author of The New Class Pet. Kids, sometimes you can be a little crazy with your stories. Even if they don't make sense, they can still be really good stories. So try writing the weirdest story possible. Don't worry if it doesn't make sense. That's the point. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, James and Noel. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at storypirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive gets some love. Some story love. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! Bye. The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, McKenna Cox, Minzwi Karami, Mahala Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon, Mahala Lawrence, and Alexis Simpson. And contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Zoe Jarman. This episode features performances by Matt Cox, Langston Darby, Sasha Diamond, Chris Ferry, Christina Grosspeach, Tara Halpern, Quinton Johnson, Alexis Lambright, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, 
Jamie Watson and Nimini Ware. Psst, don't tell Dr. Faviola, but I don't actually have any teeth. I have those mini marshmallows that you put in hot chocolate. They're glued into my mouth, which makes it very hard to eat almost anything except kefir, which is why I like kefir so much. But anyway, just don't tell Dr. Faviola. Why am I whispering like this?